Welcome to the sweetest little life where we are connecting the mind, body, and soul for women in business. This podcast is all about releasing the light in you and becoming the divine inner goddess that you were destined to be. I'm Courtney Hansen, and I'm your host, author, influencer, and coach. And I am so excited to hang with you for the next 30 minutes. So sit back, relax, and let's dive in. Today on the show, we have Heidi Herman, and I am so excited to speak with her. She is the author of the book, On With The Butter, and the book is all about living your life to the fullest and just taking every chance, and I promise today you are going to walk away just feeling all the chills, all the inspiration, so without further ado, let's welcome Heidi. Hello, Heidi, and welcome to the Sweetest Little Life podcast. I am so excited to have you on the show today. Thank you, Courtney. It is awesome to be here. Oh, so excited to chat and hear all the things that you have been working on and done. I am just amazed when I was reading everything. It is absolutely wonderful what you are putting out in the world. So can you tell the audience a little bit about your story, who you are, so we can just get acquainted and get to know you? Oh, absolutely. Yes. Uh, My name is Heidi Herman, and I am the daughter of an Icelandic immigrant. My mother was Ida Jonas Dotter Herman. She met my father in World War II, and they got married, came to America, and she lived the most amazing life. She connected with her Viking heritage, she said, and was always up for adventure. And she taught me to live life that way and just embrace every experience. Um, and I've always done that. And I had the opportunity last year to really take these experiences and share them to a higher level. I had um, written a couple of books uh, on Icelandic mythology after she wrote her childhood memoirs of growing up in Iceland. And she was such an inspiration to people of just living her life and inspiring others to embrace life. And it actually led us on a journey to a book that she wrote. And then another one that I um, penned uh, based on her inspiration. And hopefully we'll talk a little bit more about that. But yeah, I'm excited. I love that. So how did your mom get the opportunity to start writing? Was it always something that she had done in Iceland or is this something that came about once she got to America? Well, she had always been um, a huge reader and loved to read. And once she moved to the United States, she didn't know English. And so she really became immersed in the idea of just learning everything she could about English and reading um, English stories. Then when she was 88 years old, she wanted to write down her memoirs to pass on to her kids and grandkids and just kind of show everybody what it was like growing up in Iceland. 
And that's really where a lot of things started is in her late 80s to be able to do this. What an inspiration. And in your late 80s to remember all of that. Like, <laughs> wow, she sounds incredible. And exactly. So you were like, yeah. This story has to be told. I'm going to I'm going to spin off this and really touch the world with this. It I love it. Let me tell you her her whole story here was was so wonderful because she had always been active. For her yeah. 70th birthday, we went wa whitewater rafting. For Stop. Yeah. Stop. Yeah. <laughs> And we, we had always done just very active things. And let me tell you, I'm the youngest of 10 children. Okay. So it wasn't wow. just me and mom going out doing this. I mean, she had a lot of children and she kind of taught this lifestyle to all of us. Um, and so when she was 88, uh, one of my sisters gave her a tandem paraglide experience for her birthday. Oh, wow. <laughs> Which she thought was awesome. Yes. This is amazing. I know, right? <laughs> and so somebody wrote a little article about her and the title on it was 88 and feeling great. And she thought, oh, that is so much fun. And the next year when it was her birthday, she said she was 89 and feeling fine. And it just kind of became a little <laughs> mantra with her making something up for her birthday. <laughs> oh, my gosh. So when when she came to 93, that was really kind of a special year for her because um, a couple of years before that, she had suffered a stroke and it was really kind of a wake up call to her because she caught it very, very early and was able to get medical care, but it kind of gave her a fresh perspective and she really wanted to encourage other people to be aware of their health and be aware of the signs of stroke and to really embrace life and all that it has to offer. And so when she became 93, she and I thought it would be fun to say 93 and new to me and really try to go 93 new things, experiences in a single year before she turned 94. That is just, I am like just beside myself because when you think of someone, I mean, really above 60, like they're not parasailing and doing all these things, you know, it's, it's miraculous, the energy in itself. And so she raised you guys to all just really, it sounds like mindfulness from like the second you were born was being instilled into you and just enjoying that moment and chasing whatever came your way and really going for it. Exactly. I've, I've always viewed the world as this wonderful experience and everything out there is worthy of my time. And I don't care whether it's, it's learning how to make jelly or preserves or exploring state parks or going hiking or, you know, taking the, the mule ride down to the bottom of the Grand Canyon or uh, zip. Oh, one of my favorite in, in uh, West Virginia, doing the mile long zip line, the gravity line there. Oh, oh I've heard about that. Yes. So when, when I kind of look at my life and all the things that I've done, 
you know, it's like, wow, I've, I've flown an airplane. I've, you know, hiked the Grand Canyon. I've done helicopters. I've been to 47 of the 50 states, um, you know, all these wonderful things. But, you know, I've just barely scratched the surface. Right. But this, um, this inspiration that mom had given us, wow, the life that she led and all the things that she did, it's, it's wonderfully inspiring. And that kind of gave birth to this book is that we were working on her book of documenting her 93 new experiences. Yes. And it was wonderful and fun. And it, I knew it was going to be inspiring to a lot of people. Um, but unfortunately, she she passed away before the book was done. Mm. So I had to finish it on my own. And it because I did not have her words for everything, you know, she wasn't done writing. It became more of a uh, photo journal. Um, and then I thought the message that she had for people was just, just keep moving, you know, keep moving forward and stay active and embrace life. And I wanted to give readers a greater level of, uh, guidance and more tools, if you will, mm. to emulate her. It's it's one thing to read about somebody amazing and say, wow, she was fabulous and wonderful, but uh, I couldn't do that. I wouldn't even know where to start, right? Yeah. And so, so that's the guide. What, yeah, yeah, exactly. And so that's where On With The Butter came from. Uh, the the title uh, is an Icelandic expression, Afram Medesmordid. And it's, uh, it basically means uh, just keep moving, keep foraging ahead, keep going. And that's, that was her message. Just keep moving. So yeah, I, I love the synergy of how it all, it all comes together. Uh, you know, what's so funny when I first heard about your book, I was actually just speaking to someone about how so many people you know, especially now are so wrapped up in social media and their phones and they sit all day just staring at what everyone else is doing, living their lives. And it's heartbreaking because so many people are missing out on these amazing moments that are really right in front of them, but they're just, it's perception. You know, they're not, they're not catching it or they're not chasing it because they quit right before that miracle happens. Exactly. And then I saw your book and I was like, Oh my gosh, the synchronicities. Like, are you kidding me right now? <laughs> so I just would love if maybe we could dive into one of your favorite chapters and kind of summarize it up or just talk about how people can go on with the butter. Exactly. Yeah. Oh, oh gosh. I don't know if I really have a favorite chapter uh, <laughs> that be, because... Because really what I tried to do in the book is take all the common threads of life, whether it's outdoors or a drive or food or uh, volunteering, and I tried to encapsulate in each chapter one of those topics to give people ideas and pathways for activities and fun. And by the time I got done, this is like over 200 ideas 
And hopefully people will use them as a jumping off point to really then come up with all kinds of ideas of their own. But if forced, I suppose the chapter on being bold um, is is one of my favorites. Yeah. And I love that. So what about the, uh, oh, go ahead. One thing about the, the idea of being bold is it's really all about testing ourselves and not necessarily facing your fears per se. It's more about breaking out of your preconceived ideas and um, challenging yourself to sort of push the limits and really find out what you're capable of. Yes. And I love that. Um, the great things never come from comfort zones. It's like we stay in these areas that for us are comfortable or what our parents told us were comfortable and safe. And like when we branch out of that, it's like all these experiences start to just kind of fall in your lap after you take that first step of initially being like, oh, this doesn't feel good. This is weird. <laughs> Yes, yes, absolutely. I kind of have two different chapters that that touch on that. And, you know, in one of them, I'll, I'll just read a, a brief paragraph here. Oh, I love that. Don't hold back. Break out of the rut and do it anyway. With anything that, that you feel like is holding you back and you are uncomfortable doing, because our attitudes and outlook on life are usually based on experiences that have shaped our beliefs. Challenging those beliefs and trying something we might consider a little wild can open up a whole new world of understanding and allow for personal growth. Mm. And, you know, you, you never know what you're fully capable of until you step out of that comfort zone, right? Yes. That is so amazing. And what, a, I'm, I mean, your mom just has to be looking down, just smiling ear to ear, like, that's my girl. <laughs> I hope so. <laughs> amazing way to just carry on, you know, her life and her story and what she was here to teach. And I'm kids, my gosh, I, I struggle going out with three kids. You bless her. <laughs> So there were well, there's there's twenty two years between the first and the last. Wow. Okay. So then the, the you guys had like helpers, and the older siblings could help out with the younger siblings. Yes, I'm. I'm sure that's how it worked out. I mean, obviously, I, I only have personal recollection of you know the last few because I'm the youngest. But uh, my oldest sister was actually married and had three children before I was ever even born. So, oh wow, yeah. are you guys all close? <laughs> yeah, we we are. Um, we may not be like daily kind of close because it would you would just spend all your time on the phone if you tried to you know, stay in touch yes. like that, but to, to stay aware of what's going on and be able to connect and say, oh yeah, maybe I haven't actually seen you personally in probably 18 months, but oh yeah, let's get together anyway. And if I'm flying through town, yeah, absolutely. Mm, that is so cool to me. So with the book, 
did you do any um, book signings or anything like that? Or when did this first release? When was this actually on the market for people to purchase? The book came out on August 15th. So we were definitely deep into the pandemic and social distancing and um, many things like that. It was starting to open up just a little bit. And so I did have the opportunity to actually have an in-person book launch. And it we had a lot of fun. We went to Books and Brews in Sioux Falls, South Dakota. And it is a fantastic pizzeria with uh, used books and you can sit there and read books and it's just the greatest little funky wonderful vibe that's there and because there were a lot of people who were not comfortable coming out in person we actually had close to 200 that were on our Facebook live joining in virtually to our event. So yeah, we had a lot of fun with that. That is so fun. Okay. I'm asking because when I read when it came out in August, I was like, is it this year or last year? Because, oh my goodness, doing all this through the pandemic had to have been, you would have to get pretty clever with how you kind of promote and get it out there and make it reach people. And so I just, I, I am never surprised anymore at how amazing, you know, communities have come together and how the world has just united in ways that I never thought would happen. It's it's beautiful. It exactly. I I think it's very positive mm. and really it's it's another one of those things that really shakes our paradigms and how we look at the world because I know I've I've had a couple of people that read the book and said oh, some of these ideas are wonderful and I can't wait until this pandemic is over so I can try all of them. And I, I think that's, that's great. But one thing I, I really would encourage people to say, instead of, of having the idea that I really want to, but instead, why don't we try to say, I can do it this way. Mm. Instead of making this list of all the stuff that we can't do, let's get beyond the confines of our preconceived ideas and say, oh, I love that idea. And I understand right now I can't do it that way, but I could do it this way. <laughs> yes. I mean, it's amazing to me perception and how simple if we just shift and train I mean it really is training we have to train our brains to think differently and our subconscious to think differently but when we get to that point I mean the other day perfect example I was doing something and I really struggled with um, horrible self-talk before and um, I had to literally do tons of work to seriously reprogram how I thought how I looked at things and the other day I saw something and I was like, it dawned on me. I was like, oh my God, I would have reacted to this so differently a year ago versus now with, you know, the self-talk that I told myself in my head, it would have been like, you're a failure. You did this, you did that. And now it was like, oh my gosh, what a cool learning experience that I get to experience from this person that happened for a reason. And it's just amazing. Our mood shifts, our attitude shifts. We have more energy. Like everything just changes with these simple, simple things that you're talking about. 
Mm-hmm. Absolutely. Because it can be the smallest thing. Like you say, it just in your mind, something clicks mm-hmm. and you say, oh, <gasps> yes, that's it. And then you look at things differently. It's wonderful. It really is. So I know we have to wrap up pretty soon, but I would love to hear, I know this, I'm putting you on the spot here. (laughs) What is (laughs) your favorite memory you have with your mama that she has taught you? Just something that you forever hold in your heart that you, I know the on with the butter, but something, one lesson in particular that just changed your life, changed how you live. I, there, honestly, there, there is so many memories. Um, she and I were like the two musketeers for several years. Um, after my father passed away, she lived with me and we would go off adventuring. Let me tell you, um, we, we went to Iceland several times and, um, how we approach things. And one thing that I really learned from her uh, you know, throughout my life, I, I love to do all kinds of activities, but I had always been such a planner and just really um, researching things and planning. And then, you know, I found that that sort of leads to some stress if you get off schedule and then you get all worked up trying to get back on schedule. She really taught me um, the value of spontaneity. And we were on a trip going to New Jersey. Uh, we had an event there and decided to take uh, an extra week and drive it and relax in that. And we're driving along and we see a sign for uh, a winery there. It said free wine tasting. So we zip on in and we tasted a couple of different wines. And there is this polka music playing in the background. And... Uh, two other couples walk in and my mom's tapping her foot and be bopping her head. And one of the gentlemen noticed and he's like, Oh, you're liking this music. And she said, Oh yes, it makes me want to dance. And he said, well, let's just do it. And he grabs her and the two of them start spinning around in the middle of this (laughs) winery. And it was just such a wonderful spontaneity moment of joy with a complete stranger. (laughs) And it it was great. It was great. And that's really something that I learned from her is not to be self-conscious and just totally enjoy the moment. Because if you're self-conscious and you don't want to grab on because you're afraid of what somebody else is going to think of you, oh my gosh, the amount of life that you lose Because honestly, what they might be thinking of you is, wow, I wish I could be that spontaneous and love life that Mm -hmm. much. Maybe that's what they would think of you. Yeah. So just do it. That is the best story. I I just was visualizing it all. You're like, your storytelling is just so like entangling. I'm like all in the moment. Um, and yeah, that is so accurate. And how often, gosh, do we lose out on those amazing moments that, I mean, you're talking about one of your favorite moments that watching your mother, like how often do we miss that with our children or with our friends? Because we're so worried about what others think. Mm-hmm. When really the one thing they might have thought was, wow, I wish I could yes. be like that. Yes. Right? Oh, so much good stuff. 
Well, where can we all buy your book? And I personally cannot wait to start it. Uh, it is available pretty much at every bookseller. Um, all your online retailers, Amazon, Apple for all your eBooks. Um, it's at Barnes and Noble, or you can order autograph copies direct from the publisher. That's publishing, H-E-K-L-A, publishing.com. Um, or any of your local bookstores would be able to order it. So definitely support your local bookstores. Yes, absolutely. And then where can we find you online if someone wants to reach out or has questions or just felt touched by you today, which I know a lot of people will be. Thank you. Um, my website is Heidi Herman author.com. Easy breezy. Yeah. Well, you are amazing and seriously leaving footprints on this world. And I just am so honored to have had the chance to chat with you today. So thank you very much. Thank you, Courtney. This has just been lovely. Oh. I, I appreciate being able to share my mom's story and everything I learned from her. Is, I, I'm literally like beside myself. I can't wait to read it. You are just a miracle of a storyteller. I love it. You're like, you feel like you're there, you know? Thank you. Thank you. Yes. Thank you. I'm sure your mother was here with us today listening. <laughs> All right. Well, we will be in touch so soon. Okay. All right. Thank Have a good day, so Heidi. You too. Bye-bye. Bye-bye. How amazing was that, goddesses? Oh my goodness. I am just on cloud nine. I love speaking to women like this who are really living life to the fullest potential that they can. And I hope today you walk away just feeling inspired and feeling ready to take action in your life because really it comes down to that growth does not come from comfort zones. If you stay where you're comfy, if you stay with what feels okay for right now, you're not going to grow. It's when you push yourself to those uncomfortable situations. It's when you dance like nobody's watching. It's when you take that trip when you have the money not to do it. It's just doing it. It's stepping in into your abundance. That is your birthright and you remember that. I hope you guys have a beautiful week.